Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 108, Job Reinvented Show. Decision Vision Board that works with Debbie Sluis, personal development and empowerment coach. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. Good afternoon, good morning everybody everyone everywhere in the world welcome to my podcast and show job reinvented show and uh, we are with debbie Lewis. another talk about vision board but this is another unique version of vision board and uh, she's a very successful entrepreneur she's doing a lot of coaching help women uh, to be successful in their business, have their vision on board, and uh, have their goals. And I just want to know what is unique purpose of this vision board and what she's doing. Welcome to my show, Debbie. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I really appreciate the invitation and for the opportunity to share about uh, Dare to Declare and the protocols that make uh, my process somewhat unique in um, creating a decision vision board. Yes, you said decision vision board and that makes sense because some people put the fanciest stuff there and it's a very far from there where they are. I'm not saying is not everybody can make decision and dare to dream <laughs> but what is the unique point of your vision board or decision board what do you do exactly with your clients so uh, you know vision boards have become very popular and you know um people come together and they put together vision boards but the process that i um work with my clients is also uncovering so we we get rid of some of the things that have been blocking us and and them and then what can we so when we get rid of things then we have space to put new things in and we can change the words that we use we can change um, our thoughts and our mindset around what's possible and for many women They've never, well, first off, just spending the time to create the vision board. And if you do it in person with me, and I actually have a physical studio, we discovered that we're Canadian. I'm only about three hours from you. And I actually have a studio where I invite women to come. And I sometimes have men. And um, it takes about six hours altogether. So the whole process to do it. And then I also offer it online. And it takes three weeks, 90 minutes each. So there's a lot of of deeper thinking that goes into that. And one of the first places we start is asking for what you want. And most women, when I ask them, what do you want? They don't know. They know what their children wants. They know what their spouse wants. They know what their employer wants. They know even what their community wants. But when I ask them, what do you want? It's not just right there. At, At least 
they haven't given themselves the time. And so by slowly peeling back the layers of the rose, I, I like to say, we get to that core of their desire. But even the liberty to express what they want feels, and many women will say, selfish. And so we start to look at the whole process of uncovering and creating a vision board to say, it's not selfish, it's self-full. And when we're full of self, we have enough to be able to give to others. So it, it's, it, again, it's, it's really, even before the vision board's created, there is a lot of work that goes in um, sort of behind the scenes, so to speak, to, to set the stage so that they can fully find the freedom to dream and create their vision. Sounds great. <laughs> so Debbie, tell me about yourself. How did you end up to create Vision Board? And I know your background is early education. Is that it? So yes. how did you end up <laughs> creating this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I've been in early years, um, or had been, I should say past tense, 30 years. And 15 years ago, the Ontario provincial government decided that there was a better way to be with children. And so they asked our organization to pilot new curriculum that was coming from Europe and um, that it was more authentic play-based learning. And now that's very common. It's in the kindergarten curriculum, but 15 years ago, it was a really new concept. And Montessori, so- you're talking about Montessori? Um, Montessori actually is older probably than, than this. This is like, child uh, child-led play-based learning it's embedded now in the in the provincial curriculum for kindergarten but in the early years sector it was very much theme based so every september we talked about you know buses and harvest and pumpkins and it was it was very superficial it wasn't based on the children's interest and so what happened was it transformed me as a, as a director, my supervisors, and the whole culture. And so it was so remarkable that I was asked to share my story. So I started to share my story. It turned into public speaking. That became workshops. And so I realized, wow, this is an amazing impact that I can have on a larger population. But what I also recognized was that the government was focused on children beautiful folk, but also infrastructure, legislation, creating a new college of VCEs, but no one was taking care of the educator herself. And I was really concerned about that as a director. I led a team of about 75. I had four locations and I just, I didn't, I was one person and I thought, how can I support the educator who's, who's supporting children? Who is our future? And so I started my company called Dare to Declare and I came across vision boards after I went to a photo shoot. I went to the photo shoot because I wanted a biography for my speaking engagements. And when I looked at the pictures, uh, this photographer's in Windsor, and I looked at photos and I was like, oh, who is that girl? Like, I just saw this extraordinary woman staring back at me. And she didn't look like the wife, the mom, the childcare director. She looked like you know, she was on fire and making a big impact. So that was the first time an image and vision connected for me. It was my own image. And so I started my company, I built curriculum, I built my studio, and I opened my doors in 2018. I straddled my jobs for a couple of um, years. And then I just retired, um, gave my notice in January, after I heard a speaker say, what's the price you're paying for not following your dream? 
and I thought it's too high. I, I get to step into it right now. So I gave my notice last January before the pandemic, then the pandemic hit. And so I got to lead really strong for my last four months of, of my 30 year career. And the childcare reopened the week after I left and my business has just taken off. And now with the pandemic, I'm not doing in-person workshops. Um, although I did do a retreat in the fall, I was able to slip that under the line with social distancing, but most of it's all been online. And so now it's global. And most of my clients are actually from, from Europe. And so um, it's just been extraordinary journey. And my journey has been like a vision board. So, if, cause if you would have told me three years ago that I would be doing what I love every single day and wake up and impacting on a global level, I would have said, I don't know, but here I am. And, and it's just, it's, it's just, it's just miraculous. That's beautiful because you followed your own dreams. And I see, you know, I talk because as part of my, I do a lot of uh, jobs on the plate. <laughs> and uh, on the side, I also consult with people who, who, who is going to have their own business. So they're stuck somewhere in their job. They don't like it. And they really wish to take off. And I see they have lots of certification, lots of talents, and they is still they don't feel that it's adequate. They feel that they are not enough. They feel that they need more certification. And I tell them, no, you don't. You just need to show what you have and you just need to deeply go through what you really know, right? And as you said, vision is so different from goal because goal, uh, probably if you have a short goals, it's more reachable in the beginning and it's easier to reach. But when you have vision, it's longer, right? So you have to have a longer plan, more uh, accurate plan to reach there, right? Yes. Yeah. So I, I differentiate between a goal and a vision and a vision, you know, it's a vision when you don't know the how that's how, that's how you can quantify that. I so like if you, if you know how you're going to do it, even if it's a hint. And the thing is, is that our minds are very tricky in that they want our ego wants us to be able to be able to check it off and they want success. So it's very brave. Like I always, again, notice this for women and I, I and my clients that come and I, I congratulate them to say the fact that you're declaring this that you're um, wanting to create a vision demonstrates a great deal of bravery because you don't know you're you don't have the how so it's not a guarantee and you're really leaning into that believing so that's the second step I ask women to ask for what they want and then secondly to lean into believing that it's possible. And, and that's where I'm thinking about your clients as well, where they have all the credentials, but at a certain point, there needs to be a state of belief that they are unstoppable, that they have what everything they need in order to succeed. And, but that takes, again, it's a sense of it's risky, um, but the rewards are so um, immense. And so a vision also promotes feeling and yes. feeling promotes energy 
and and again we can talk about neuroscience but it's it that's that's the piece that's different from a goal but i do support my clients to create goals because goals are what's your action exactly and we haven't talked about law of attraction but the word actions embedded right in the law of attraction right so you know sometimes people talk about the law of attraction or vision boards as though you know you're just blindly just holding open your arms and just waiting for it to fall in no. but there's <laughs> So what um, what we can do, like, because in goal we have, uh, in project management, we said smart goal. Smart goals are specific, measurable, and the action, then we have action, actionable, I guess, attainable, and then uh, smart. Then we have R, I don't know, R. I think, is it realistic? I think. Realistic, yes, I realistic, so. and we have time. So if you change your vision to something cover this smart uh, policy, then it's much easier to achieve. So vision to goals, like a small goals, and then you, you can actually create you, your real vision. So, right, because your goals are attached to your vision. So the vision, again, like I said, doesn't have the how. And I had, I remember having a client say to me, Deb, that's not realistic. And I said, exactly. That's why it is a vision. And also there's no time put on it. So a board generally expires in about a year, but I ask people to dream larger than the year and into the future. And like, again, that's what I did. And if I would have put a time frame on it, the life that I'm living right now, I wouldn't have thought possible for at least 10, 20 years. Mm. Not 20, but 10 for sure. And, and, and it means it's only been three years, so it's accelerated. So when I put that vision out and then I have daily habits of action, which go into like the smart goals, like you said, where, you know, you, 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 they're timely and, and you've created this plan of action with goals, then as you complete each goal they're like mile markers on a highway that as you go on this journey and you knock off your goals all of a sudden you're at your destination and you're in exactly. your vision exactly yes um, so give me some examples of your clients you don't need to specifically say their name or whatever but uh, I just want to see how from where to where they could reach okay so one of um, the clients I talk about in one of my workshops, um, she was almost finished her board. And this happens more often where it's like, like I said, and I, I mean this in the most kind way, but the ego, we all want to be successful. We don't want to have failure. And so she had made this beautiful board, but I said to her, where is your store? And she said, oh, that doesn't go on my board. And I said, but you told me that you make your grandmother's preserves and they sell out at the farmer's markets. And she said, but doesn't everybody do that? And that's another, right? That's another story that we tell ourselves that what I have isn't special or it's just, it becomes, it comes so natural to me that everybody must do it. And so I find that often people step over top of their own beautiful gifts because they, they come so natural. So that's another thing that I do is to help highlight 
what, like we were talking earlier, what's in your backpack? What's in your toolbox? What do you already have? And so she has this beautiful gift. And, and I also said, so is this your desire? And she's like, yeah, I really do. And I said, okay, then it goes on your vision board. And so fast forward a year later, I was at a speaking event and she walked in and I said, what are you doing here? And she said, oh, I'm retiring and it's my celebration tonight for my retirement. I said, oh, and I get to be here? What a coincidence. Of course, there's no coincidences, right? How amazing that I get to celebrate and I'm speaking the same night that they're honoring you with your retirement. What are you doing? And she said, I opened my store. And so if you go to Windsor, Ontario, her store, it's called uh, Country Rose and um, it's doing fabulous. And um, she sells preserves and baking and she looks healthier than she's ever looked. And it's just extraordinary. And what's remarkable is that she almost stepped over it. It almost didn't become part of her vision. And only a year later, she completely manifested it. Um, I have another woman that this fall, um, she was in a job. Um, she was really, really unhappy. She felt really stuck. And so we worked together um, every week. So it was a vision board, but it was also one of my coaching, my eight-week coaching programs. I, uh, like I offer them. So she met, we met together every week. Anyways, <clears throat> with digging into what she really wanted and what her passion was, she is now has a, she's an entrepreneur. I went and picked up food from her the other day because she sells pierogies and the pierogies are from her grandmother's recipe and she's named it after her grandmother. It's her grandmother's maiden name called Rivers Kitchen. So if you want to check her out, she's on Instagram, R-E-W-E-R-S, Rivers Kitchen. And um, she is doing every like it's phenomenal. She just renovated her her laundry room to be a second kitchen. The health unit's been in. She's contacted the municipality, and they've got small business coming in, and they've got one of the students helping her with her logo and all of her tech. And she's just taking off, and the smile on her face, the joy that she's feeling compared to where she was just four months ago. She's got a brand new lease on life, and so that's why I do what I do. And I just love it. And it's so wow, rewarding. Wow, wow. I'm really inspired as well. <laughs> I see, Debbie, I, I just wonder why people don't try to reach their dreams when your life can be much, much, much bigger than what you are here, here right now. Like myself, I've done a lot of job transition. I'm really proud of it. <laughs> I really work hard, immigrated, you know, all of the dreams so far I had is done. And I have more and more dreams every day. And uh, about the vision, board, I never, I had a vision board somehow. I also had a notebook that I always write my goals every day, every week, and every month. And I have a check mark and celebrate them when I reach them. And uh, with the job transition, I am doing something really interesting. I always have create uh, create a card for myself, write my title, and then after some time, it happens. <laughs> and I also work for it. Like you cannot uh, virtually be something that you're not, right? 
so that's what I did. And so far, everything going very well. So when you can have such a magic life, why don't you stay there? Why don't you, why are you stuck in somewhere that you really don't like? Unfortunately, in many, many jobs, that's the same story. They stay there for 30 years, 40 years, not 40 years. You will be retired by that time. <laughs> but you stay there because of the benefits you can get uh, for your job. And these days, as you see, a pandemic showed us that nothing is reliable. Like so many people's, so many people um, left their jobs or actually they had to quit and because of the some companies just terminate <laughs> their work. So you see, but if you have something from your own passion, which is born from your passion, you continue and you really enjoy it. I remember one day I there was an orchestra, orchestra and the, I'm Persian and there was a man uh, his name is Anushurawan Rohani he is a pianist you just have to look at his eyes after years now he's in 70s I guess and uh, there was a very shiny uh, face I just realized he really enjoyed what he's doing the all of the music he created was his own and he he was still enjoying it he was on the you know like he's flying <laughs> there is a difference between somebody who is in orchestra and just doing it as he has to do it as a part of the team but somebody and somebody that he's doing it from the passion so creating something from your passion always uh, bring you a lot of great fortune great life right absolutely and it makes me think about the three words that i give to my clients and many people think about a vision board and most of it is promoted online like what do i want to have what do I need to do to have that? And then I'm going to be happy. And I flip that on its head. So like you talked about passion, like it begins with you. So who do I get to be? And that's why we dig into that first. It's, it's about the way of being. And so then it's like, what do I get to do to be the best version of myself? And then the have, the abundance, as you described, that just shows up. So it's about understanding and getting to that best and highest um, um, version of ourselves and and that's again makes the my way of doing a vision board unique but that that's the key to it all is about like you said it's discovering that passion the purpose your why and that be reflected within your vision something interesting you said about energy and uh I really believe in it. When you think about something, so the a sparkle starts. <laughs> and then you, you try to create something, right? Uh, you create that thinking to the vision board. So you are one step ahead. Because first of all, you 
used that energy of creation you already activated right you created your you are a creator all, already there is a difference between somebody who is always thinking who always has plans but never put it on into action i had a colleague <laughs> when i was um, i was engineer uh, and he always had lots of plan he was very smart he with with, with colleagues he always talked oh i'm going to do this but he's still the way he was <laughs> you know he never acted upon it he always gave gave us our plans we actually act and we execute execute his plans on the programming side and then everything was fantastic but he was not the action person that's the difference there are lots of people there they have beautiful dreams they have beautiful plans they have a smart uh, brain and they are very they have high iq but they never use it so for reaching your dreams you don't need to have high iq you have to be you have to believe in yourself right you just have to know exactly why why you want to do this specifically um, what is your dreams when do you want to reach it right and what do you want to i mean what is your plan to reach there yeah so that's the third i love that you brought that up so that's the third aspect so we talked about ask for what you want believe that it's possible but then Many people get to that part, like, okay, yep, I know what I want. Like you said, they do a lot of talking, right? And then, okay, so I believe it. I even know about the science of the neuroscience, the focus and how my brain changes when I focus. But the receiving piece, they have trouble, like, because they're not wide, eyes wide open. Because what normally happens is I might have something on my vision board, but what actually shows up is often better. And it doesn't even, it may not look exactly how I ask for it. So unless I'm in a state of gratitude and a sense of wonder and amazement and being present, it might even just pass me by. And I, I see that where people, um, an opportunity has come up and they're like, oh, they're, they're afraid, right? Fear shows up. And so they put up the glass ceiling and they don't receive it. And, and I, I remind women especially about this and I say, think about it like a compliment. Like, can you receive a compliment? And they're like, oh no, I'm terrible. I said, well, if we cannot receive even a compliment, how in the world are we going to receive our dreams, our vision? When the universe, when God sends it to us, like how? So we get to create daily habits of stretching that muscle. So having gratitude, uh, daily um, habits of gratitude. So um, I have five non-negotiables that I have every day. And one of them is to get enough sleep. Um, so I can tell today I'm, a, I'm dragging a little bit because I worked really late last night, but typically I'm in bed by about 10 p.m. And I optimize my sleep area. I eat healthy food. That's another non-negotiable. Um, I, I love and I love on my family. I, I express love every single day to my husband, to my children. I, I, again, this is a non-negotiable. Um, I pray. So some people meditate, but I'm a Christian and I, I pray and I connect to God every day. And the last thing I act. So when you talked about your smart goals, like I have acts towards my goals, towards my vision every single day. 
and they can be reaching out to someone um, through a LinkedIn or a direct message or it can be set, putting a post on social media um, or putting out a live video or doing this interview with you. There's something that's moving me towards my bigger vision every single day. And I love this expression that little hinges swing big doors. And if you think about little, little habits, create big visions. And so it's like, we may not think that they're that important and like, it's just like, oh, mundane every day doing these same habits, but it's like a snowball that they begin to grow and then you'll be manifesting your vision. You know, I like this expression. I use it, my vision, when I wanted to buy my own apartment. Uh, I always, whenever I hinge uh, the lock or to open something, I said one day, I'm going to do it on my own apartment. <laughs> and I always touch it, touch it um, to, to make it more realistic. The day I opened my own apartment, then I just said, oh, that happened. <laughs> and then it happened to, my, to our house again and again. You see, that's, that's just beautiful expression because little action, little action every day make it big and big because like that's like a drop of water. You don't know. One drop of water, it doesn't weigh too much, but if you just leave it there for, for some time, it's going to be a big bucket. And yeah, and it's going to be overflow. <laughs> That's right. Yes. So you have this website and uh, you have your program with you in your website, Debbie Slois, and then you have your Facebook and Instagram here. Tell me about it, about your program and what you do with it. Thank you. Yeah. So my company is called Dare to Declare. And so just to back up what you just said about the fact that you would touch the lock or the hinge every day and you would, if you, I don't know if this is what you meant, but saying it out loud, it's so powerful. So I just wanted to reiterate that getting it out of here and onto paper, you're 42% more likely to manifest by saying it out loud, declaring like the name of my company, 78% more likely to manifest. You know so, why? Because you hear it as well. That's right. Well, you actually triple the reality. That's right. And your brain can't tell if it's present tense or future tense. So it's like an affirmation. So even, you know, if you wanted to say, I own this apartment or, you know, so that you're saying it as though it's already occurring in your life. So I just wanted to bring that up. But yeah, my name of my company is Dare to Declare. So my, my website is Dare to Declare, the number two, uh, dot com. And on there, you can find a do-it-yourself course. So I have an online course that you can take. It's it's lovely. It was shot in my studio, professionally videotaped. It's amazing with five of my remarkable talented friends and so they did a vision board so it's like you're right, right along with them and it's eight chapters 30 lessons and it's a nice little package for you and then I also have coaching um, packages where I do it as I was saying earlier three week three consecutive weeks I coach we do the vision board together one-to-one -one, and I have a group coaching and I just wanted to let you know too I am offering a free workshop on Monday and wow, it's beautiful for Women's International Day, International oh, Women's Day. Yeah. That's great. Very generous. 
Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's on the bottom of my website. If you go to the homepage, you can see the link there. You just have to register and it's free. So you see that Debbie's Lewis is your website, debbieslewis.com, right? Or you have another website too? Nope, that's my website. Yeah. That's okay, great. Yeah. Thank you so much, Debbie. I really liked what we talked again. I'm thinking about my dreams <laughs> more and more. And I'm really inspired by this unique topic. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me.